0: Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, today, we're uh, lots of things are happening up here. With um, I think recently, uh, earlier this week it was or last week I should say, um, they announced the announcement of um, the possible 2032 Olympics. So. Uh, for Brisbane. So we thought we'd uh, have a look at what um, things could look look like in the future and understanding the neighbourhood.
0: Yeah, it is super exciting to hear that Brisbane's in the front row seat for, you know, um, securing the 2032 Olympic Games. It really will fast track a lot of infrastructure um, to our region and that will have a flow on effect to benefit the property market as a whole. But today we're not going to focus so much on the Olympic Games or you know the excitement surrounding that, but we're going to focus on understanding a neighbourhood. And for a lot of buyers, this is critical because when you're actually purchasing a new home or an investment, uh, most of the time you can understand what you can't see, but what you may not think to check, that can often be the most critical um, information and that's what we're going to cover in today's podcast.
1: Yeah exactly I think there'll be a podcast in the future in the Olympics no doubt but um, understanding your neighborhood so whether it's an investment whether it's a home you want to buy an investment uh, or, or place to live in uh, there's lots of things you look at so whether it's from things like school catchments transport all those sorts of things uh, they, they are critical and they're things that we do look at closely but it's the things that you don't look at Um, and people probably don't think to look at um, behind the scenes. So um, I guess one thing we probably comes to mind straight away is probably crime. So what sort of things can we do to look for for crime?
0: Yeah, look, I think understanding a neighbourhood really comes down to understanding what goes on in the neighbourhood when Um, you know, you may not be around or at night when you're asleep. You want to understand whether you're living next door or around the corner from uh, people who may be involved in drug activity. You want to understand if there's been assaults. um, And you also want to understand how many, um, you know, home invasions there have been, how many thefts, how many unlawful entries, all of those sorts of things. And I think, you know, one way to get a really clear indication of a neighbourhood is to check the actual crime for a suburb Now, you can do that through Queensland Police Services. They provide an online crime map where you can search by suburb or by um, micro-suburb, so a location within a suburb, to get an understanding of how many incidents have been recorded by police. And not only that, you can get an understanding of what those incidents have been related to. So, you know, if you're looking at a property and you can see, you know, in the same street, there's been a number of drug offences, then you might you know, it might make you think twice about whether that's the sort of neighbourhood that you really are wanting to be in.
1: Yeah, so look, there's crime everywhere. Um, I guess when you look on the map, and we've just got one in front of us here while we talk, it does break it down. So you can change the date range from quarter, monthly, daily. Um, also look at things like the time of the day, the day of the week, the date range, and obviously then the um, the offences, and you can click on those to see what they are and, and how much, how often they occur obviously break-in, um, things like that compared to drug, other other offences. Um, they're all the things you probably want to be aware of um, and how often those sorts of things happen as well.
0: Especially if you're moving in um, with a family, you want to be aware of the neighbourhood itself. Um, but also as a property investor, it's a really useful tool to compare different suburbs or different neighbourhoods because if you're looking at one location versus another, and I always say you should never shop purely on price. You should understand the suburb and understand the neighborhood. And this is just another indicator that you can use to get an understanding of what goes on behind the scenes in these suburbs.
1: Now, we um, the main reason, I guess one of the reasons we, we thought we'd do this podcast was um, just recently, um, we were helping a client um, with the purchase of a property as well.
0: Yeah. So um, in this instance, a young female looking to purchase a home. And um, one of the properties that we had interest in, um, as part of the process, we were doing um, an online search to understand any approved developments in the nearby location. And that's something we're going to talk about a little bit later in this episode. But as part of that process, um, we had a bit of a deep dive into a very closely Um, or a a development approval that was very close by. Um, And just by bringing up the approved documents and searching through those, I actually realized that I knew the town planner that um, had been involved in that work. So a quick phone call to that town planner helped me understand a lot more about that particular property. Um, And as it turned out, the town planner gave me some really useful insights in that um, when he did a physical inspection of the property that had the development approval in place, um, there were drug addicts that lived in the location and there were syringes and you know other drug apparatus, if you like, um, scattered throughout the property. Now, for our client, being a young female um, who was going to be purchasing close by, we felt that was a deal breaker. Uh, we disclosed that information to her um, and obviously, that's just a result of digging around and finding out more about a neighbourhood, and you know, doing those searches that most people don't think to do can really make a huge impact on whether you push ahead with a purchase or not.
1: Yeah, it doesn't take very long to do a lot of these searches. We talk about today. Um, look, you could spend half an hour or so, and you could probably cover most of them anyway, um, as long as you know where you're looking. So, obviously, that's that's probably the first one to talk about. Um, I guess the next one. Um, is probably things like public housing.
0: Yes, and I think this is something that, you know, for a lot of people, you can get an understanding perhaps of um, what the ownership um, of an area may look like. Some people know where public housing is located, but for a lot of other people that may not um, have a really good understanding of the local area, they may not know what blocks of land or what properties are owned by public housing. And there's definitely some locations that have a wider concentration of public housing than others. So I think it's useful to be able to find out where those locations are um, and whether you are a home buyer or an investor. It's useful to understand you know, whether you are buying into a neighbourhood that has a higher proportion of, of social housing. Um, there's a couple of ways to go about doing this. Now, obviously, you can subscribe to some paid subscription data like RP Data through CoreLogic to get um, mapping of ownership of land. So you can see exactly who owns every uh, property in a particular location. Now, that's obviously not going to be easily accessible to everybody, especially someone that's doing a property search on their own. But there's another tool that people can use, um, which gives a broader indication of the extent of social housing in a location. And that's on a website called microburbs. Now, microburbs.com.au provides heat mapping for public housing, so you can have a look at a suburb level and it even breaks down within suburbs, the concentrations of um, the housing commission properties within a particular location. So you can see whether the area that you're looking at is going to be surrounded by public housing or not. And I think that's a really useful tool for property buyers to you know, get an understanding of because you, know, you really want to understand that neighbourhood. And these are the things that you can't see just by driving through a neighbourhood typically.
1: So I'm not sure whether we did mention, I won't rewind, but the first one for the police was Queensland Police Service Crime Map. Um, the last two that Melinda spoke about was uh, Micro Burbs and obviously RP uh, RP Data, which is a paid subscription um, website as well. So not sure if you mentioned those, but um, that's the first lot yep. Yeah,
0: and I just want to say with that Micro Burbs as well, um, there's a lot of other u- useful information that you can get um, if you do visit that Site it will help you understand not only whether you know there's a high concentration of public housing, but it'll give you an indication of convenience scores, um, tranquility, the demographic information, ethnicity, who actually lives there, um, the level of affluence based on um, median family income. So there's actually a lot of useful information that you can dig around. Um, it is a little bit dated the data, but we are hoping that after the next census, there'll be an update. So that will be interesting and we'll be tracking to see whether that does happen.
1: So speaking of census, I guess another one to have a look at is um, ABS.
0: Look, the Australian Bureau of Statistics provides a lot of quality data and that's straight from the source. Um, We do get a really good indication of a community profile by looking at ABS data. Now, for a lot of people, you know, looking at the raw data can be quite confusing and overwhelming and, and we respect that. But on the Australian Bureau of Statistics website, you can have a look at census data and you can get a very quick um, suburb snapshot view by looking at the 2016 census quick stats. Uh, now, obviously, that will be updated uh, with the next census, but um, at this stage, the quick stats provide you with a, um, an overview of the demographic profile of a particular location, who lives there, whether they're males or females, families, individuals, um, and you know what sort of level of education they have, how much income do they earn, what is their age, uh, whether they're married or not, uh, what is their level of education? There's actually so much information um, in the, the reports that can be produced here um, in the snapshot view. But you can also then get an indication of the breakdown of housing. So you can understand, you know, the family composition. Um, For example, if you're an investor, and you can see that the dominant family group in a suburb are families without children, you want to be buying a product or a property that appeals to that demographic group. Um, If you're finding that the number of you know, dwellings in a location predominantly are two bedroom dwellings, and you're buying a four bedroom dwelling, you're going to buy something that's not um, the most common form of property in that location. So, this demographic data um, or suburb data is extremely useful, especially for property investors, but also for home buyers. It's really important to get an understanding of who your neighbors are going to be at a suburb level, and you will get so much value out of reading through these um, suburb snapshots.
1: Yeah, unless, unless you're a local. Uh, I think that's, yeah. a, that's a really important thing to understand and to to go through and have a look at. Um, obviously, if, if you've got that local knowledge and people that know um, the area quite well, um, that's obviously another a handy sort of asset to have. So um, I guess away from those main sort of websites, um, th- there's probably, look, there's also realestate.com. Um, and a lot of that information would probably come from um, ABS. They will draw it out of those. that information from there to realestate.com as well.
0: Yeah, there's definitely, um, you know, suburb profile information on a number of different websites like realestate.com, SQM Research, um, a lot of those uh, will feed information or draw information from the ABS data. Um, so, you know, there's various ways that you can access that data, but I find going straight to the source, you know, you get the most accurate information, but also the most detailed information. So you can really take a deep dive into the suburb. Um, and it's not hard to do, And but it just gives you the confidence of knowing, you know, who, who lives there and how educated they are, what are their income levels, you know, how many are renting, how many own their property outright, all of that information is available from the ABS website direct.
1: So I guess if you want a really basic snapshot, you go to realestate.com and places like that. If you want a bit more data and a bit more information like other people that we know, (laughs) um, like Melinda, then then you go to the source of uh, of, uh, ABS. Yes,
0: perhaps it's not as um, appealing to others to be sifting through this much information. But I find the more data we have, the more information that we have, the more informed we can be as property buyers. So, you know, if information overload um, is a problem that you find you don't you don't want to be faced with, then of course going to you know some more succinct forms of the same data might be a better option. There's
1: there's also another one, uh, another website um, you can look at called Homely. Um, there's a lot of information on that as well. It's quite useful. Um,
0: yeah. The, homely do have um suburb snapshots so and they do
1: some reviews too
0: absolutely the reviews are really useful because it's people that actually live there or people that have visited that have left their own commentary about what they like or dislike about a location so it gives you a little bit more of a personalized view I guess people's subjective opinion as opposed to um you know data driven fact Um, And I think for a lot of people, especially home buyers, it's important to get an understanding of what others like about an area and what others dislike about an area. Um, And I think the important thing there is just to keep an open mind when you are reading the reviews of others. They may have different likes and dislikes to you, but um, it does give you a little bit of an idea in terms of what others think about an area and that can help you to understand more about that before investing significant sums of money into that location.
1: So then I guess if we move from websites... To the way that people live these days uh, and social media side of things,
0: absolutely. Um, and I know that most uh, locations, definitely around Brisbane, will have community Facebook groups now. Um, they're very popular, and if you live in a location, you can, you know, be a part of those Facebook groups. And the idea is just to share information, tips, and you know what's going on in a community. So. Uh, you know, asking to be a part of those community Facebook groups before you buy, to, to read through any information that people are sharing about an area. It might give you a feel for what's going on. Um, I know in the community Facebook group that I'm a part of for the area that we live, um, you know, often there's reports in there of, you know, what's going on in a neighbourhood. If there has been any break-ins, people are reporting that. Um, any new cafes and things that are opening, all of those sorts of things, you know, people discuss, they talk about those things, and it helps you get an understanding of, you know, who the people are, what they like, and, um, you know, what they're talking about.
1: So I guess from from that side of things, when you're looking at um, who's there, what's happening and what they do, um, you, you move to probably understand a little bit of the area and what it's going to look like, probably more in the future. So if you're looking to buy somewhere, it's not so much that you want what it is now, well, it is what it is now, but it's also what it's going to look like in the future. So, the really important things there probably come into your town planning side of things.
0: Yes, and I'd like to sort of um, reach into, you know, open the conversation in this area by sharing a story about why we actually do what we do. Now, it was a number of years ago where I was managing a small development um, in a north side suburb. And um, that development was the demolition of a house. It was a corner block. And in the place of one house, we were building three townhouses. Now, um, the property had the development approval in place. Um, When the neighbour's property came up for sale, it sold very quickly, actually. Um, And first home buyers moved into that property. Now, during the process of you know, completing the development, uh, I personally had to reach out to the neighbours to discuss the dividing fence just to get agreement over um, how that was going to be constructed. Now, the lovely lady that lived next door that had purchased the property told me that she moved into that property and within a week, the house next door to her was demolished. And she said she was absolutely devastated. She had no idea that The house next door could even be demolished, and she had no idea that she was going to have three neighbors instead of one. Now, that story for me was quite a moving story because it made me realize that for a lot of property buyers, they simply don't know what they don't know. And I knew, you know, it was clear to me what this area would look like in the future. And in fact, the purchase that she'd made had the same zoning, had the same capacity to be demolished and replaced with townhouses, but she didn't know that as a property buyer and she didn't know that the area around her is likely to be converted to townhouses and units in the future because that's going to be the highest and best use of the land. So understanding town planning principles can be so important if you are a property buyer, whether you are an investor or a home buyer, I think it's equally important. Because as a home buyer, you don't want to be negatively impacted by future development. You know, imagine buying on one side of the road and knowing that at some stage in the future, you could be looking across at, you know, a multi-level unit uh, development that's up to five storeys. There's plenty of locations in Brisbane that have that capacity right now, even though the neighbourhood is all low density, single and double story homes. So I think it's absolutely critical that you understand what a neighborhood's going to look like in the future.
1: Yeah, it's also, it reminds me also of some friends of ours. Um, they've got a quite a large, I think it's about a 1200 square block, uh, inner west, really good location. They've got their house there. They were, they were debating, one of them was saying, let's renovate. Um, the other was saying, no, let's sell. Um, we sort of dug around a little bit and that area is also zoned um, for higher density as well. So that's something to think about. Do, do you go and renovate the house and make it a, a lovely home when you're going to surround be surrounded by higher-density living? Um, so it's all those things, understanding that that town planning and the zones, um, that's the sort of thing we, we look at every day as well.
0: And how can you do it as a property buyer? Um, there's definitely ways that you can dig around and get this information yourself. Now, um, any council website will have its town planning scheme that is accessible. Um, I guess if you don't know how to access that or if you don't know how to interpret that, that's when you may need to seek professional assistance. So um, you can work with a buyer's agent obviously who will do this for you or alternatively you can reach out to a town planner or directly to council who would be able to assist you. Um, It's it's just important to ask the question about what's happening around this site. You know, are there any approved developments already in place? Um, But also, what is the capacity of this land and what is the capacity of this neighbourhood? Will it always look the same? Or does this land have zoning that enables future development? And if so, what is the potential of that future development? Is it likely that you're going to be in an area where you can have townhouses and units, is it likely that you're going to be in an area where you can have multiple dwellings that go to multiple levels? And that's really critical to understand as a property buyer. Um, But not just that, also just understanding whether the house and the neighbourhood can be demolished. And, And in Brisbane, there's so many controls around what can and cannot be demolished. Um, that even though the land zoning may show that something can be achieved if you have character overlays and protections in place, it may not be possible. So I think seeking advice from professionals to understand a neighbourhood is critical because you may be buying into something now that could change very rapidly in the future as Brisbane grows and as we become a more densely populated city. Yeah, and
1: as Melina just touched on there, um, if you are going to use the professional services of a buyer's agent, I'm not saying you have to use us at streamline at all, but that's something you definitely wanna ask. Ask those things, do they look at the town planning? Do they understand the zoning, um, development approvals, all of those types of things. Make sure you've got someone that really does their homework um, because you're paying for a professional service. And that leads me into when I mentioned about development approvals. You can actually search if there if there are or has been any um, development applications for properties as well through the council um, portal so you can actually see if there's been any applications done, if there's been any complaints, if they've gone through, if they've run out of time, all the history is actually there and you can actually see if there's anything live as well.
0: And what I love about looking at um, the approved developments in an area even if it is just a residential area, especially an area that has a lot of character homes, you can see what the proposed plans are going to be. So if you are purchasing in an area and you know that there's a couple of approved developments in the same streets, but the... Um, approved developments are simply character homes that are going to undergo a significant renovation, that's actually really good news for you. Yes, there's going to be a period of inconvenience whilst in the neighbourhood you may have some renovating and construction going on. However, if you can see what the end product is going to be, that is gentrification in real time. That is adding value to the area. If you're buying something in the same street where you know someone's going to embark on a six, seven hundred thousand dollar renovation that's going to improve the area as a whole so that's actually a good thing so it's not all negative when you're searching these development approvals that are surrounding a particular location it's also relevant to what you know what improvements are other home buyers in the area making to their homes that will have a positive impact on you as a property buyer into the future.
1: So I guess some look as, as we talked about whether it's schools, cafes, um crime public housing um look on all those that information to try and find what it's actually going to look like and understand that neighborhood uh it will change in the future and as we mentioned at the start with you know the proposal of the 2032 olympics that will change as well because there'll be there'll be infrastructure for transport corridors a lot of that will actually change in the future all of that planning there's a lot of it underway already and that will change as well
0: Yeah, I think um, as we pointed out right back at the beginning, it's what you don't know that can actually harm you the most when you are searching for property and especially in a market that's moving so fast as Brisbane is now. I think a lot of people skip on the essential due diligence because there is some FOMO building in the market. People are making very quick decisions because they have to or they will miss out. And because of that, a lot of people are just not putting in the research up front before they're physically inspecting a property to really understand what they are buying. So Um, it is important to do the work. It is important to undertake the due diligence and it is important to understand a neighbourhood. And I hope that these tips have been useful today, um, at least in directing you to some resources that you can use as a property buyer to to get that sort of information.
1: So that gives something for everyone to do in their homework now, go and start (laughs) searching neighbourhoods and seeing what it looks like behind the scenes. Uh, Look, I hope that was helpful. Um, Some tips there on understanding your neighbourhood Um, So I will let Melinda wrap it up Um, until next week. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now.
0: Yeah, thanks for tuning in once again. Um, And we really appreciate you continuing to send your questions in. We will have another Q&A episode coming up in the near future. But in the meantime, if you are enjoying what you're hearing, please don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast player. Uh, We love getting the feedback from you and we do enjoy producing these weekly updates. So until next week, um, have a great time over the next few days. We will speak to you again soon. Bye for now.